Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Welcome back or welcome for the first time. It's the Positive on Purpose podcast and we're your hosts, Jamie and Jules. Hey friend, we're so glad that you've pressed play and have joined us today. Uh, We are going to continue to lean into the lazy genius way. So (laughs) as I've noted or shared the last couple of weeks, I've been listening to today by Kendra Adachi. And it's actually really cool because the more I've been talking and sharing about it, I've found that there's others of you that have also either listened to it in the past or are currently listening to it and loved it. So I'm like, yep, I, I'm feeling it. And I, I, there's these principles continue to resonate with Jules and I. And so we want to continue to just share some of them. And it, this one in particular, so the principle is called Essentialize. And this is based off of the book from Greg McEwen called Essentialism. And I've actually read this, oh, it's probably been a couple of years. Um, but, you know, I think Whenever we hear these things, it's just, it feels so applicable to what we're feeling in real time and then what we feel that you also may be feeling as well. So, Jules is going to share a little bit on what, how you can essentialize um, based on Greg's book. Yeah. So, first, you know, without diving right in, we have to define, you know, what is essentialism? If you've never heard of it before, um, it's really focusing on the work that is essential rather than all the extra stuff. And it's not just, you know, around work. It can be around relationships. It can be around work. It can be around things um, like, you know, don't just think it's all about work. Um, But Kendra Adachi kind of took this a step further when she made this a principle to say like, I'm going to call it essential lies, which is very intentional because it's a verb and is something you have to put into practice and like, and kind of like keep doing essentially when you keep asking yourself the question, what matters to me? Yeah. I was thinking, keep reevaluating, right? Yeah. Keep asking, mm-hmm. um, you know, through, throughout the year, throughout different seasons of life, um, because, you know, I love just going back to her book. It is really around, you know, she shares these principles, but the underlying like reminder that she keeps saying is you decide what matters to you whenever she's talking about principle and essentially what's essential to you. Yeah. So there's three parts to this, you know, three pieces of this. So first you have to name what matters, which is what we just said. Two, you have to get rid of what's in the way of that, a way of the thing that matters to you. And three, you have to have what you need to support that thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, you know, she said it could be your medicine cabinet. It could be an exercise routine, an approach to birthday parties, relationship with someone. Um, and then an example that we're going to share in a little bit here. Yeah. So I love where she, she talked about adding and subtracting. And this just like, it hit me and I quickly sent Jules a voice text. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Right. So she said, you know, when we feel inadequate um, or when we're seeking out fulfillment in our life, we tend to add to our mm-hmm. life. So we just add things. So like, for instance, for example, um, we don't have the right things to wear or we don't have enough clothes to wear, right? 
So we buy more clothes. We, we buy more, right? Um, we feel overscheduled in our work life. So then we add more stress relief, maybe in, maybe in appointments to our calendar. So then we continue to book out our calendar. And it's just so interesting because, you know, when you, you feel, when you feel like there's a lack of something, right. There's this, there's this, um, motivation to right add or fill, fill what it doesn't compensate. Yes. Thank you, Jules. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You tend to compensate and where she steps in, she says, true satisfaction comes from subtraction, subtracting the things that again, don't matter. Removing everything that distracts you from what you termed matters to you or what you highlighted, you know, found, filtered out what matters to you. So, you know, she had said like subtraction can come from what Jules had noted, relationships, items like physical clutter, emotional clutter, maybe again, it's appointments. And she's stressed. She's like, you know, it's not fun to subtract things, right? It's it's mm-hmm. hard to like go <laughs> of things. It takes work where, you know, yeah, going shopping, adding things, getting something brand new. Um, that's fun. And I, when I, Jules and I talked about this episode, it brought me back to the science of happiness and the hedonic treadmill and how, you know, something shiny, something new, it, it brings us happiness. It, 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 you know, again, fulfills or fills, I should say, not fulfills. It fills that void. That's where we can compensate. But adaption in the science of happiness says, yes, that can help for a little bit, but then you're just going to like be stuck on this treadmill continuing to try to find and fill that void and continue to try to find happiness where that's not where it's at. It's truly in what matters to you and essentializing. Yeah. Like an example we are going to expand on is like phone apps. And like, this is just such a real example of like, you know, the fact that you might have three meal planning apps on your phone or two exercise apps or, um, you know, three scheduling apps because you are continuing to try and like, you know, help with this like discomfort in your life and like make up for it or like do what somebody else is doing because, oh, well that app worked for her. So that'll work for me and my family. And then all of a sudden you have all these apps on your phone that you don't use or you get discouraged by because you're not using them consistently. Maybe you're paying for some of them like a subscription, you know? So yep, those are it is mm-hmm. a couple examples. And so like, let's, let's dive into the phone apps for instance. Like, so first you have to name what matters to you. And again, she stresses to say like, I can't tell you how to organize your phone because what matters to you is not going to matter to me. It's not going to be the same. We're all different, amazing human beings with different priorities and um, values and all the things. So like maybe you know, what matters to you is having the best apps that, you know, are on the market, whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, apps that sync to your laptop or to somebody in your family, like a scheduling app or whatever. Maybe it's just fun apps, fun things to have on your app, on your phone, but it could also be fun apps that are distracting to you, which again, in that elimination factor, right? Maybe it's when and how you use it. Do you use it more than you like? Are you going in for one thing? And then are you distracted by another? Can I get an amen? Um, Mm -hmm. Can't find what you need. Maybe it's the way your apps are stored, which this is something I did 
um, probably a few years back, but like how you access them, how they look, how are they organized? So then like at one point, like I had moved to categorizing my apps and like, these are all health related. These are all financial, you know, this is all kids related. Um, so you have to decide what matters to you. Is it how, again, how you use it, what, what they actually are or how you store them. Then we go back to that second piece of getting rid of them or getting rid of the thing that doesn't matter to you. So maybe it's actually deleting the apps or purging your phone. Or, um, you know, she had mentioned if you, if you're nervous about deleting an app that you think you might need later, then put it in one of your, you know, third screens over, swipe over and like put it in a folder that says purge on it or like whatever. So it is out of sight, out of mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then again, like the last one is like, okay, how are you going to support yourself? What do you, do you have what you need to support it? So if you're thinking like, for instance, um, if like, it's important to, to you to have apps that aren't distracting on your phone, then maybe it's okay. You got rid of some of those, but then maybe you added a meditation app because that's important to you to, you know, get into the present moment and take time for yourself and actually do something that doesn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's interesting when she says like the less noise you have to manage or the less distraction or what have you, whether it be on your phone whether it be in your kitchen or in your house or again in your work life, the more energy you have for the fulfilling life that you want to lead. You know, it, when I think when we're stuck in that comparison mode, we don't feel like we, yeah, we don't feel like we have enough. Um, we're looking at, you know, someone next to us or an influencer. And that's why we tend to add because like, oh, they're doing it. It's gotta be, it's gotta be what's making them successful. It's really, again, when you decide what matters to you and you have less noise, you can truly focus your energy on what matters. And that's just like, it just wraps it all up in a bow. <laughs> yeah. And this is, you know, if you've never read the book Essentialism, this might be one you want to put um, on your list to read every single year. Um, again, maybe at the beginning of the year, whatever. Um, and if you haven't heard about the lady, Lazy Genius Way, and now you're hearing these last few episodes, like, add it to your Audible library, like go get it. Um, you know, since Jamie's been reading this, this is definitely on my list to read. Um, and we hope that you learn something new. You're, you're, uh, really reflecting and thinking about subtraction. Like, you know, if there's anything you take away from this episode, think about subtraction and what Jamie had said. We hope you enjoy it. And we look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.